With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Danny and RJ. Kind of funny that I'm introducing it today, guys. It's more of a therapeutic session of what's really going on in the Laker world. I got Ricky on the sofa laying down, having a few drinks as he, uh, you know, vents. Ricky, what's going on, man? Are you okay? No, I'm not okay, Danny. I tend to do therapy on an as-need basis. I think it's healthy to get some things off your chest as a human being. You can't carry a lot of burdens with you. And right now I'm I'm feeling some type of way about a team that I hold really near and dear to my heart. And think it's best that we switch places on this show today and try to help me through this, man. I appreciate uh, it. You know I got you. So for all of you listeners, you know, you know you can find us on social media. You can find us on Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram, even Facebook. You can find me at, at based underscore Dan. Same thing with all the other social media handles, such as Snapchat and Instagram. Ricky, where can the lovely listeners find you? Yeah, you can find me in my glass case of emotions on Twitter at Mr. Ricky Spanish, Instagram at Agent Gent Jackson. I'm far more calm and normal over there, but here's where you want to uh, interact with me on. But yeah, make sure you guys are following Late Night Lake Show podcast, subscribe to the podcast, Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, pretty much anywhere where you get your podcast. You also can just shout out to your smart device. Hey, play the latest episode of Late Night Lake Show podcast and you get to hear our lovely voices. Maybe you want to play this back with some bubbles in the bath, your favorite rubber ducky, pour you a glass of whatever you want to drink. We're sponsored by Any Day Rosé, so might as well pour you that. But this is going to be one of those episodes where you just want to yell and cry and scream and that's okay. This is what we're here for. We're going to get you through this. I know you're about to lose it, but we're going to get you through this, okay? So let's just start off by saying what in the blue hell is going on. And what I mean by that, we thought this was all going to be taken care of in a way. You know, when you get a big issue and things seem to get pushed under the rug, okay, you tend to forget about it. Let's not forget, prior to all this going on today, Magic has left, the whole issue between Rob, you got the whole genie bus thing, and now the Lakers are looking like very New York Nick, very Garpaxi, very poorly ran. And we've denied this. I feel like all Lakers nation has denied this for the past four seasons. And of course, the Tyloo situation where we do not sign him as a head coach, you do not hire him. We skimped him out of a five-year deal and we try to pick his staff as well. What's going on, man? Can you just explain to us? Can you break it down to Laker nation? Can you just tell me what's going on? Ricky, give me your insight. This is a hell of a way to start a therapy session. My therapist can't even handle it. <laughs> but, I can't, yeah, yeah. I think I'm about to leave. Yeah. So our Los Angeles Lakers are clearly a clown show. We are a circus act 
the Los Angeles Lakers that we all grew up. I was born in 92. A lot of y'all were born in the 80s. A lot of y'all were born in the late 90s, early 2000s. You only know mostly the Lakers as a successful franchise. I got little cousins. I got a nephew right now that only knows of the Lakers as the trash franchise from the on-court product from what they see and now that the curtains are drawn back how much of a shit show it is in the front office we got a head coach that we went into this weekend this past weekend thinking that we were going to be riding with Ty Lue Monty Williams signed with Phoenix ports came out don't fucking matter we wanted Ty Lue anyway we were up on Twitter arguing, putting Suns fans in their place as we rightfully should, talking about, oh, Monty Williams chose the Suns over the Lakers. No, bitch. Lakers never offered Monty Williams the job. We were trying to holler at Ty Lue the whole time. Come to find out, we tried squeezing him, pinching pennies off of him, manipulating him into the perfect situation for the Lakers. I'm sorry. When the fuck did we get to be choosy on the front where if we found someone we liked, Now we get to dictate who the fuck he's putting on his coaching staff. We get to dictate that he can't get a regular length contract. Like, I don't know, the last head coach of the Lakers got. Listen, I fully understand that the Lakers don't want to come off as a LeBron James-led organization. I get it. But if you want to sign Ty Lue, and he wants to be there past the LeBron James era if LeBron only plays out his contract for the next three years, why are we not letting him do that? Why are we saying, no, 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 we are going to limit your contract length to the length of how long LeBron has signed with the Lakers. What sense does that make, Danny? What motherfucking sense does that make? I am so confused. And this is me talking, not as a therapist, but this is me talking as a Laker fan, me talking as someone who's seen this kind of, science experiment go wrong i feel like this whole thing and now it's just kind of like reports are coming out that someone told genie we gotta you know not get Ty Lue, not sign Ty Lue, and trade lebron and it's like what what's going on next i don't get it because now we had all these smoke screens okay we're getting Ty Lue. this is lebron's guy let's make it work let's bring in whoever okay cool maybe we can lure in a few few free agents now we're just looking at another mess james dolan is probably laughing his ass off right now. Every GM knows, like everyone in the, who watches basketball knows how bad the Knicks have been ran. But no one wants to admit how poorly the Lakers have been ran. And especially, like I said, in the last four seasons, the end of the Kobe era, going into the Magic Johnson era, going into the Lonzo Ball experiment, going into all these things. I am, this is just like the icing on the cake. Now the coach that we wanted and the coach that our star player pretty much vouched for, I feel like, even though he said he didn't, doesn't even want to sign with us. This is just bad. This is really bad. And now what are we going to do? We have no coach going into the month of June. I'm sorry, in the mid-May, going potentially into the month of June. What is going to go on next? Now we're pulling candidates, which is fine. I understand now you got to look for new candidates. And you're looking at guys like Frank Vogel, not too bad of a candidate. But if we were set on Ty Lue, just go ahead and offer him the contract. Wait, Just give Danny, him the money. If I, if I could cut you off right there, man. I don't understand how a report can come out that you were no longer conducting a coaching search anymore. You were stopped 
with those guys, those three, Jawan Howard, Monty Williams, and Ty Lue and J. Kidd was ha ha. That wasn't really, you know, he has the same agent as B.I. So let's do him a favor. Right. That's what we left off at. Yeah. Great. We fast I thought we had something. And now we're doing round two of interviews for something that seems so done. Like they were at the finish line. We was down to Monty Williams, Ty Lue. Lakers chose Ty Lue, what it looked like. We got him a birthday cake with a Lakers logo. Someone did. I don't know if it was us, but somebody got him a Lakers cake. We thought, okay. I don't, you had a Lakers birthday cake. And, and then, it wasn't for your playing career either. Let's be real, Ty. It wasn't good You know what I thought was career. weird, Danny? I, I thought What's it was up? really weird that going into the weekend, like last Friday, they were talking about it's expected that the Lakers and Ty Lue are going to move forward towards a contract agreement. Someone, yeah, I saw someone that tweeted that out and I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm not really here for the just random filler news of what contract negotiations a team and a coach are having. I personally don't give a fuck. Let me know when the contract is signed and then I get to react and stuff like that. I, I was started to watch Ty Lue videos and all that stuff. I was like, all right, cool. Y'all just doing these articles over the weekend, get people to get their clicks, get the impressions up, get the engagements up, get the traffic up. It came to find out they wasn't bullshitting. They were like, yeah, we were talking about it, but they wasn't agreeing on nothing. The Lakers, this is the second time that I have thought that we were at a point where, okay, you know, this is inevitable inevitable that hey man it's out there Lakers offered half the 18 g the pelicans stupid <laughs> if they don't accept this this everything that's getting leaked into the media that's because it's going to happen and then it didn't happen ad never came to the lakers right danny what i say on that show following that what i say the day after on the day after tomorrow podcast go check that one out that or day after tomorrow episode. I don't know what that podcast is. So go listen to our episode the day after tomorrow. And I was like, I never felt so goofy, <laughs> right? In my <laughs> life. Like people I swear. were running their organization like it was a reality TV show. How dumb of me to think that their coaching search would be anything that resembled professional or the norm. I feel a little dumb right now supporting the Lakers like I do. I feel a little dumb protecting the Lakers name and supporting the Lakers on social media. I feel a little dumb putting in the hours that we put in trying to find and read as much content as we can and great content and great perspective and breakdown videos on coaches and schemes just for the front office, the people who are actually making decisions to pretty much say, I'm just going to bring my best friend in and her husband. And they have no track record of success at this job, but I love them and we're a family. So it doesn't matter. So we're just going to bring them in. Dog, I feel stupid. We need to take a quick commercial break. Oh my God. Yes. Back, we actually need to talk about the Rambus, Kurt and Linda and like my boy Danny said, what in the blue hell is going on? This is crazy. We'll be back. Late Night Lake Show. Hi, my name is Ricky, and I'm here to talk to you about how great the Anchor app is. No, I did not lose a bet. 
and therefore had to make Anchor the official sponsor of the Late Night Lake Show podcast if Dwight Howard was ever a Laker again. Don't be silly. Anyways, Anchor will distribute your podcasts so you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app. You got you to flip the card. Or go to anchor.fm to get started. This is Ricky from the Late Night Lake Show podcast. And we are so excited to be sponsored by Anchor. Y'all done now? Can I go? Jesus Christ. And we're back in our therapy session of the Late Night Lake Show. Ricky's here. I'm here. But we're not really. Am I here? Wait, are are yes, we I was here? Say, my heart I, is all that's left in the Lakers <laughs> right now. My mind is really throwing up two uh, thirds of them saying, fuck. The Lakers. That's how I feel. Hey, just take it easy. My head. Take it easy. Hey, my heart will never let me actually feel that way. Inhale. If that makes sense. You're right. Exhale. (sighs) Okay. And we're back in the late night. Like once again, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Well, I'm hearing that Jeannie Buss. Okay. I mean, she is all about Laker legends, as you might say, or Laker past or Laker greats and the Laker family. What is up with Kurt Rambis and his wife making key decisions? It's not like they are. Yeah, okay, Kurt Rambis, I guess you were a coach, weren't that successful, but you have some kind of knowledge of doing this kind of job. Great. What does your wife have to do? And this is one of the special events, right? She's a coordinator of special events. Yeah, yeah she's Lakers. the director of special projects. Special projects. I'm sorry. Yeah. Get, what is what is the Rambuses? have to do with any of this ricky go ahead by the way guys ricky is related to one of the rambuses on his twitter he is known as ricky rambus right now go that's ahead, old ricky. news man I, i've moved off of ricky rambus i'm ricky protest right now oh you're ricky protest okay yeah i was ricky rambus a lot of my names on twitter I, i've kind of just embraced the pain of it all and all the annoyance and really have turned it upside down into a joke like when palinka took over the Lakers would seemingly be he took over the Lakers. You know, I was Ricky Palinka or Palinka or whatever the fuck I was. And then what's the word? Confidant? That's yeah, uh, confidant. Main confidant. Man, the fact that they keep using the same buzzword really pisses me off. You ever notice that in some articles, like, oh, everybody just from the same source or all their sources are calling Linda Rambis the confidant. Oh, please. Uh, Genie bus. And I'm please. like, all right, whatever. Genie anyway, is lost. Crazy. Okay, keep going. But yeah, and now, and I'm sitting here thinking, what do they do to deserve this? Is it really as simple as keep successful friends around you? Befriend successful people? Is, is that where we come to in this world? It's, like, it's, it's, lo- it's funny. Because hey, you know what this is at the end of the day? This is somebody's daddy team. This is Dr. Bus's organization. He passed, he passed it down to his children. So this is secondhand, right? This is the next generation of Lakers ownership. We saw what Jim did. Right? I guess we, we thought we saw what Jim did, and we thought that was hell in a cell. We thought that was hell on earth, right? We thought that was the end of the hard times. We come to find out, you fast forward three, four years later, Jeannie has pissed me off more than Jim Buss ever has. I'm going to just be real with you right now. 
The decisions Genie has made, the silence Genie has had, the delegating Genie has done to people who have no experience in this profession. Linda Rambis has zero basketball background. She probably didn't even play college ball. Hell, she probably didn't even play high school ball. She actually used to work at the Playboy Mansion in Chicago. You know, I know Lakers are showtime. Genie, I don't know what you got going on in the back room. But this don't see. Oh, this is this what the special projects are? The dots are, are connecting. Are, did they put a Playboy house at Staples Center? That's the only thing I can think of, man. How much you are those have, tickets running? Uh, man, that's that's part of the contract. Honestly, that's what it's probably going to have to take to pull a Kawhi, to pull a Kyrie right now. Because one, Lakers don't have a president of basketball operations. Their next Zero. person in charge has the experience of being Kobe Bryant's agent and a non-successful general manager. The advisors of the owner are a unsuccessful former head coach and front office person and a woman who has experience working at the Playboy Mansion in Chicago. It's going to take ass and titties. <laughs> I'm getting out of pocket. It's going to take a miracle to bring in a Kawhi, a Kyrie. I don't see it. I don't see what equation that they say damned the burning building. Everything inside looks nice. You know what I always wanted? One of those showers where it looked like it was raining down on your head. And this house got it. You know, and then they said they got the big backyard. It doesn't matter that the backyard's on fire like the rest of the fucking house. The ownership group is incompetent. Damn that the front office is inexperienced at best. I'm going to go join the Lakers because I want to play with LeBron. That shit don't even sound right in a fucking fairy tale. I just think that let's say we both get jobs, right? And we're in the in this corporate world. We both have like three, four, five friends who need a job or need to do something at this point. And we just start putting them on. Hey man, let me put you on, man. I don't know if you know how to do this job, but you're my boy. I think I can trust you. Let me just put you on. You'll do fine. Let me just put you on. And then what happens? Your credibility goes down the drain. The people who you put on don't even know how to get to work. Okay. So what do we what, what are the Lakers doing? I just don't understand it. This is becoming literally of a reality series. Los Angeles Lakers are on the channel E where the Kardashians are. Yeah, that's what the Los Angeles Lakers are looking like right now. Okay, so you said E network. They would definitely be on VH1. That's what like basketball wise and love and hip hop and all yeah. that shit is. Maybe um, TLC, my nightmare franchise. Yeah, yep. Yep, they got some nasty shit on there, like Dr. Pimple oh, Popper. Yeah, yeah. And, you ever watch Dr. Pimple and, Popper, Danny? No, but I do not want to watch that. That just Bro, seems that's the like the nastiest, a, most uh, fascinating God. shit I've ever heard Damn. of in my life. I'd rather watch what Dr. Pimple watching, Popper bro? than a Lakers team but, coached but, by Jason but, Kidd. No, no, no. This is but, the butt right here. The butt is, what if Jason Kidd is the head coach of the Lakers, man? Didn't we already go through this? Didn't you already say that if Jason Kidd is... No, but that was last week. That it was, was all good just a week ago. What did Kanye said? It was all good just a week ago. 
And now we have nothing. We're back to square one. Who are we hiring? And the fact that we hear, and as far as the manipulation that the front office is trying to do when bringing on Ty Lue, they were talking about bringing Jason Kidd onto the staff. Like, I don't really know what the staff. relationship is. When you, I know when this you, is definitely oh. not his staff. If you stat it for him with Kurt Rambis and Jason Kidd, that sounds like dead man walking. That's why they wanted to give him a three-year fucking deal. So after those three years in the LeBron era is over in Los Angeles, they could just give Jason Kidd the keys to the car and Kurt Rambis, you know, massage his uh, shoulders. Dog, this is what they wanted. They wanted Jason Kidd as George W. Bush, and they wanted Kurt Rambis as Dick Cheney. They wanted Kurt Rambis running the show, and they only could do that if Jason Kidd was the head coach. I don't care how you feel. That's how I'm feeling. Who is the puppet master? Kurt Rambis is clearly <laughs> at the top of this totem pole. There was a report that said the family signed off on Ty Lue. They said Rob Palenka signed off on Ty Lue, and the Rambises came in and said no. I'm sorry. Who do they know that killed somebody? Who is you? That's what I want to say. Who is you? <laughs> Who is you? Exactly. I'm just thinking this now. Plot twist. Not really a plot twist. Is LeBron kind of, I don't know, regretting his sign in Los Angeles? Ricky, I don't want to go too far. Is he kind of regretting it right now? I don't know. Let's talk about it right after the break. You have been listening to the Late Night Lake Show and you thought to yourself, man, I love me some Ricky and Danny. This podcast is the truth. I think I could do a podcast of my own. Talk about some of my favorite topics like, you know, like cat litter and stuff like that. Well, that was a bad example, but if you have something to talk about, do it on Anchor. It's your one-stop shop for recording, hosting, distributing your podcast. And best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And right now, Anchor's going to match you up with some great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. Your podcast, my guy. Make it happen. Just make sure you do it on Anchor. Free, easy, and it's the reason why I'm reading you this ad right now. Hey guys, welcome back. Danny asked the elephant in the room question. What happens if the actual rock bottom arrives at our destination? What if the Lakers decide to either trade LeBron or LeBron demands a trade? That will be the blackest moment in Los Angeles Lakers history. I don't have to pull up past events that we have all gone through with our Lakers, but that will be the worst moment in Lakers history that we went and signed one of the top five players of all time with still gas left in the tank. Maybe it was a quarter tank left, but still gas left in the tank and the building imploded and it wasn't even his fault. This dysfunction was there with LeBron or without LeBron. Genie making these decisions, delegating off to people who have the experience of a goddamn chipmunk. That wasn't going to change. I feel bad for LeBron, to be honest with you. But I don't at the same time. Like, I think LeBron is at a point with this. Like, yes, he's disappointed that this is where the franchise has gone. But I think LeBron is honestly going to rack up a lot of accomplishments in a Lakers jersey. They're not going to trade LeBron, in my opinion. 
And I don't think LeBron is going to throw a hissy fit because he's very aware of the perception that people think that he runs every team that he goes to, and he does. So he is taking the backseat probably in the time that people wish that maybe he didn't take the backseat and took the driver's seat and actually (laughs) controlled the franchise. He's letting the Lakers run the show. And it's a shit show in the front seat. And I think LeBron can still be successful, and I think his legacy could still be cemented if he scores a lot of points and stays healthy, gets a lot of assists, does what he needs to do and ends up second or third all time in scoring or first, right? Top five in assists, maybe top 15 in rebounds. I think LeBron can work through this. I am just so dumbfounded that there are reports like Stephen A. Smith talking about that people are telling Jeannie Buss, maybe you should trade LeBron. The Lakers are telling Ty Lue, we only want your contract connected to LeBron. Sounds like the Lakers, to me, are preparing for life after LeBron, but they're not going to trade him. That's, that's too much money. What would you get for LeBron, Danny? What would you even get for him anyway? Uh, sheesh. Uh, 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 a future first-round pick? Uh, I don't know. Oh, did you, see, you- did you see that uh, there was a report that came out that one of the teams that contacted the Lakers at the trade deadline when they were putting out feelers for LeBron when the fucking roof was on fire? The Denver Nuggets, they actually reached out to the Lakers. So obviously there are teams that might be willing to at least have a conversation damned to whoever's running the Lakers or willing to talk to whoever's at the front door and is picking up the phone. So I guess you would have to look at teams that are think that they can contend and are in a market where LeBron James would change the entire economy. Like, granted, right? Don't get me wrong. LeBron is an atom bomb anywhere and will spark every economy in the NBA. But like Los Angeles, there's a lot of money there. New York, there's a lot of money there. Now he goes to Orlando. (laughs) You know, hey, he's, that, he's the I mean, he'd be sick in Disney since, World, right? Right. He'd, he'd be, be the craziest he'd... thing since Shaq and Penny. So, yeah, he'd um, be in Disney World a lot. I mean, he'd be back kids, in the right? East. Who else you think? <laughs> Who could be another team? Back to Cleveland. No, I'm just kidding. Maybe Miami again. Get a lot of picks. He's gone. What's the point? Like, why would Miami <laughs> want LeBron back? Because he played in Miami before. I mean, that's the question mark. What do you do with LeBron? And I just, and I've said this. I love LeBron. LeBron. I'm just like wondering. I just want to say this right now. I always thought LeBron would be, I mean, great that he signed with the Lakers. I'm very excited. I was very excited that they signed the Lakers. I'm glad he's with the Lakers. Honestly, I really am. As much hate that I give him sometimes, or much like, you know, the ruckus that comes with LeBron, he's still a great player. He's still LeBron James. But I always thought Houston was going to be the destination for him. Him and Chris Paul have that relationship. James Harden's in his prime. It would have been yeah. it would have been a better fit. I mean, they could have made it work. LeBron can swing the ball like no other. He can shoot happen, nowadays, no. and he can do. It. I know he can't happen now, but it would. Let's the Lakers do something fucking stupid like trade LeBron for Clint Capella and <laughs> Fillers, <laughs> oh, unless geez. they do something completely stupid like that. But we won't even go there. It just all gets wrapped up to the point that. What the fuck has happened where LeBron James name is now being associated with trade demands and or trade talks, trade discussions? I'm losing my my grasp of what actually is the destination for this team. Every year we get started up right as Lakers fans, we 
will read every article we possibly can. We will watch every highlight video we possibly can of the young core, of new additions, of LeBron coming in, making every case for why they are going to impact this league in a way that they haven't seen before and be an all-star and be a superstar and be the best player in the league. And then we end up crumbling. Danny, I'm not talking about spraining ankle crumbling. I'm not even talking about an ACL crumbling, man. The Lakers just tore their ACL with the Ty Lue signing or lack of signing. This is going to be the beginning of the worst feeling I have had for my Lakers in some time. Because you know what, Danny? I think they're going to sign Jason Kidd. I pray they (laughs) sign Frank Vogel. At this point, I pray for that. And I know you you have a couple of things to say about Frank Vogel, so I'll let you do that. But at this point, man, I will honestly be a sad boy and will get myself kicked off motherfucking Twitter if the Lakers go ahead and sign Jason goddamn kid. I'm gonna, I got to hold you back, Ricky. Ricky, I got to hold your fist back. I don't want you to hurt anybody. Just breathe. If we get Frank Vogel, it will be okay. Not saying it will be great, but it will be okay. Frank Vogel is a proven coach in this league when he's surrounded with pieces he can work with. He developed some young talent such as Paul George. He's had top five defensive ranked teams, took the Indiana Pacers to the Eastern Conference Finals two times and took them to game sevens. I mean, he's a decent coach, and now he's coaching LeBron and company. He, I mean, it could be okay. I mean, it's not the candidate we all want. But, Rick, you got to breathe, man. Don't punch that hole in that wall right there. Jason Kidd is not going to be the coach, I'm telling you right now. It's probably going to be someone like a Frank Vogel. And if we reach for someone, you never know, John Howard could be on the calling list again, but it will not be Jason. Yeah, Kidd. I know. Just I understand breathe. that. Like, I thought just J- uh, Jawan Howard was third on the list. And when Monty got swooped up and Ty backed out, was Jawan just for, you know, salutations and meet and greets? Like, obviously, he wasn't that serious. If that name, like, you saw a whole nother list of candidates open up. And Jawan Howard's name kind of didn't move at all. Yeah. Apparently he wasn't really third, <laughs> right? Like he wasn't considered considered. But yeah, I mean, like, yeah, Frank Vogel, he would, you know, he's had success, right? His teams pushed the LeBron Heat teams. He has proven that with a proven star and a team around him of hard-nosed players, grinders, honestly, like, I'm not even going to give the Lakers the satisfaction of saying Frank Vogel could have did something with last year's team. But it seems like one of those grit and grind teams that he would have embraced and at least, you know, kept the defense at a respectable level. But yeah, I don't know, man, I'm numb. I'm numb to all these candidates. I'm numb to however the hell this plays out. All I know is if it's Jason Kidd protest or whatever's going down at Staples, I'm all for that. All I know is if Jason Kidd becomes the head coach, Lakers Nation is going to have to find another way beyond protesting outside of Staples for the organization to feel our displeasure. Jeez. There has to be some organizing. There's got to be something like, obviously, I'm being a little dramatic. This is this is sports. It it has a very, you know, finite space in my heart, but I'm not saying go out and do anything crazy, but I was honestly pissed off at work today, man. Like I actually have a, you know, a nine to five career and on a career path and doing, you know, real life shit. 
And then most of the day I was pissed off because of how fucking stupid the Lakers are acting. <laughs> like, don't happens, that, isn't, isn't that I know it happens. I know, I know, and I know sports fans are investing, and this is part of the roller coaster, and this is why we love sports so much. But this is a side of sports that I really didn't want to have to give a fuck about. Why can't millionaires and billionaires make competent decisions when at least it comes to sports, politics, your personal life, whatever? Like, there is a clear way, just like with business, a good way of conducting business and a really dumb fucking way of conducting business. And there's a huge gray area in between, of course, in different cultures and different countries and different settings. You got different ways of doing it. But one thing you shouldn't do is if the house is on fire, I shouldn't be interviewing firefighters and limiting what kind of hoses they can use and how many people they can pick to come fight this fire for me. Open up the fucking door and hire the best one and get them in here. Are the Lakers poor? No, are they in poverty? I, I guess I don't know what, why we're why are we penny why are we right discounting? Now? Why are we trying to get get them at a good deal? Just pay the man, man. Come on. Just pay the man. Let's get rid of these black stars, these horrible moments, and start doing something positive. Can we get a press conference introducing somebody? So, somebody? Anybody? Like, I don't care if we hired a new fucking janitor to clean on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Get him a press conference. I want to hear some type of excitement and we're moving forward in the right direction. Just <laughs> fucked up, man. It's okay. Ricky, it's okay. I I don't even know what to say at this point. Honestly, it's just, it's such a mess. I got to go, man. I, I don't, don't worry. We will conclude this therapy session. Don't worry. We will conclude this. We'll probably be back, but we're concluding it for today. My ride's here. Uber isn't protesting anymore. My ride's out front. Don't drink and drive, folks. Man, I'm so disappointed. I'm just so... So, so, so disappointed in the ineptitude and just the intentional, what seems like belligerentness of how the Lakers want to conduct themselves. This is the worst of the worst. Never in my life have I seen something this bad in sports. Actually, I have. You know, it's funny. I have. You see it all the time. You see it all the time with franchises that you associate with losing, whether it's You know, the coach for the Miami Dolphins getting caught up, you know, sniffing coke and recording himself, sending it to a stripper girlfriend, whether it's teams covering up for abusive coaches with their spouse. These are all habits of losing franchises and losing organizations. And guess what, man? We got to sit at the table. We accidentally blind CC people who shouldn't be blind CC'd. We, at our lowest point, decides that we're going to squeeze our number one candidate that we want and to the point that he walks away. I don't know. All Just, I know is I need more to drink. Uh, well, that wraps it up. Oh, and by the way, Ricky, our Lakers could have a seat next to my Oakland Raiders as dysfunctional. But that's another right. topic for another Right. Time. Okay. Right. So with that being said, guys. Lakers lottery is Tuesday, Lake, Lake, by the way. Yes. How stupid would that be if the Lakers ended up with a high lottery pick? We're going to finish the number one, dude. I'm just being positive. Anyway, with that being said, guys, look out for the draft lottery. Stay up. Stay focused. And, of course, we'll have a great day because there's always a light at the end of the tunnel. For Ricky, for myself, Soul, take us out. What the fuck is my ride at? (laughs) 
Outside. Just, just don't hit the wall. Don't hit the wall. Okay. Okay. Bye, Ricky. Me one blood break another zone. Yeah. We all get a poppin' like I tell ya. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.